0: Just give a warm welcome to Pastor Sammy Hartanto. Thank you, thank you, Pastor Iman. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's so surreal to to see my daughter leading worship today here. I used to be I used to be on this platform what what twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. So you can call me Uncle Sam. <laughs> so yeah, twenty five years ago we we. We worshiped here, we well, received lots of people they are having the baptism of the Holy Spirit in this place. Um, I think there's a divine appointment in this, in this place over many generations, and I'm, I feel privileged to be able to stand here in front of you. Thank you, Pastor Iwan, for keeping this uh, building intact. I can't believe it. After so many years, it's still around, the, the beams are still on, you know. Um, um, I'm here with my wife. Naf, can you please stand? I know you, ha- you hate it when I do that. And I, I'm so also here with uh, my, my parents, uh, Naf's uh, dad and mom. They're, they're also here. We're here for uh, Nathan's graduation from UW. Uh, you know, it's such a relief when parents don't have to pay for tuition anymore. That's that's like a gift, you know, that's like a, you can really feel the grace of God right right there. The situation is crazy. Uh, it's, less, it's like triple uh, compared to 1994, 1995. So those of you who are young, uh, Jurassic, Triassic, us, and then you guys are here, okay? So um, our, our theme for this month is the Teachable Spirit. And before I begin, I would like to, tell you that i will go back and forth from bahasa indonesia to english bahasa to english because i'm here um i'm here for my my dad my father-in-law he has uh, dementia so um i really feel that he needs to understand what i'm saying if not i'm speaking to his logic then i will be speaking to his spirit in jesus name so will you bear that with me because some 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 wordings for him is more have more sense in in bahasa so the 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 theme for this month is a teachable spirit yeah. and I, I i think it's from from the lord since um psalms 86 11 tells us that teach me away O lord and i will walk in your truth yeah. uh, but today i this morning i want to read you from genesis 32 genesis the first book in the bible genesis 32 verse 21 to 32 this this scripture, this, these verses in the scripture is talking about this man called Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the third generation of the patriarch, the, the founding fathers of the nation of Israel and the founding fathers of the faith that will be continued on by the prophets and then uh, redeemed by Jesus through the blood, then continue on through the apostles and then to the church through, through us today. So, Jacob, he fled from his home from his house after cheating his dad and his brother. And he went to Haran, worked for this man called Laban that eventually became his father-in-law. And then he gained so much wealth and he had wives and children in Haran. And it was time for him to move back, to go back to Beersheba to where his parents are. So here we are in Genesis 32, 32. Jacob was wealthy, he had everything that he needed, he had everything that he dreamed for, and he felt lonely, Genesis 32 verse 21. So Jacob's gift, his gifts to his brother Esau, went on ahead of him, but he himself spent the night in the camp. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants and his 11 sons, and crossed the fort of the Jabbok, Jabbok means emptiness. So he felt empty. He got everything, but he felt empty. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched, and he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for this daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name, Jacob? He answered, the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob or cheater, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? The name of the Lord is too big for human, especially in the Old Testament. Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, Peniel from, uh, uh, from the word uh, face to face with God, Peniel. And he was limping because of his hip. Oh, sorry. Uh, saying, it is because I saw God face to face and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above, above him and he passed Peniel and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Uh, Again this morning, Happy Father's Day to all dads. Uh, Happy Father's Day to me. Uh, one more child to go, Ben. Uh, ben, he's 15, so two more years. And he, if he goes PBC, he'll be there for free, praise God. So I'll be praying for that miracle. Uh, <laughs> so Jacob, he, he, he went from Haran full, Haran to Jadi kaya. he was rich. Well, he was in Haran. But he grew weary. Dia jadi capek. He grew weary. Dia jadi lala. So This sometimes happens to many people. After promotion, you get tired. After you receive that bonus, after that, that, oh, that those prayers are, are answered, then you, you're there in a place of emptiness. You got everything that you wanted. You got everything that you prayed for. And there you are, up there, alone tired and let me tell you when you're there you need God you know that everything that you have is cannot fulfill you you know everything that you possess sometimes if you are not careful they will possess you and in that time so keinginan tercapai after everything he reached in his life after the home that you might able to buy, it used to be a dream to own a home in America. But now you have a house, you have a home, you have a family, and after all that, Jacob felt empty. Jabok, he felt this emptiness. What's next in life? He knows that when he is at that level in life, he needs to be alone. To be alone is okay, but it is better when you're alone with God. Yeah. He was alone, but God reached out to him. God met him in that brokenness. God met him in that emptiness. And I pray that if you're in that position, if you're in the brook of Jebok, even today, God will meet you at your place. Face to face, Peniel, face to face with God again. When was the last time you spent time with God face-to-face? When you're tired, church, you need to see Him face-to-face. Sometimes we struggle, struggle so much in our workplaces. Sometimes we struggle so much within the family. But in this chapter, in this scripture, we see that we need to have this wrestling match with God when you bring all your struggle to Him. And He will meet you there. And he knows that he needs to be alone with God. Then he knows that ada banyak hal dalam hidup lambat laun harus dihadapi. There are so many things in life that you need to face sooner or later. He needed to face Esau. A lot of time we procrastinate, we delay things in life, but the Lord is saying, hey, all the things that you need to do, you need to prepare yourself to do it, because sooner or later you need to face all the giants in life. And God will let you prepare to do so. So my, my first point, if you want to say it as points, point, strength is found when you make room for God. Kekuatan ditapatkan ketika kita membuka ruang bagi Tuhan. Jacob, he let his family go before him. And he stayed behind by the brook of Jabbok, And he waited on God. And he wrestled with God. He made room for God. We live in such a noisy world. We live in a world that have so many news. When we wake up in the morning, you, you open your telephone, you open your, your smartphone, and all the news in the world is going to pour out in your phone. We live in, the, in this noisy world. You know, when I prepare to... To deliver sermon like this when I prepare the, the sermon, uh, I cannot make sermon well, it's noisy. So whenever I'm at my office in Bandung, we live in Bandung, I lead I have Jeff Bandung. Whenever I'm in office, it's... <laughs> It's very hard to make sermon because there's so many people in the office and they keep knocking on my door. Pastor, can I have five minutes? Pastor, can I have five minutes? And they're all lying. There's no five minutes. It's only 15 minutes, half an hour and then over lunch. So yesterday, the family needed to go somewhere, and I told them, yeah, yeah, go. I need to prepare a sermon. I I will not disappoint Pastor Irwan because if he's angry, nobody likes him when he's angry. So uh, I I need to prepare a good sermon. So I went to Seattle Public Library, Northgate branch. It was a good place. So I I was there um, sitting, and then there was this guy sat next to me, kept on scratching and scratching. And I moved tables. And someone sat next to me, he kept on talking to himself again and again. I thought he was speaking in tongue, but not, not, not really. So I moved to another table. We live in this busy and noisy world. And Genesis 32 verse 1 and 2, uh, Jacob was asking, what's the name of this place? And the angel of the Lord told him that this place called Mahanaim, Mahanaim means God's encampment. He's surrounded by the host of the army of the Lord. And it's not enough. Being surrounded by. Being in the camp of God is not the same as being alone and struggle with God. Being in a healthy care group all your life is not the same as being alone and struggle with God. Being in a good Christian family. It's not the same as being alone and struggle with God. Being surrounded yourself with a great worship team. You, you grew up in a good church and healthy church. It's not the same as being able to be alone and struggle with God. A lot of people depend their, 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 their faith health by their surrounding. We need to be surrounded by godly people. We need to be surrounded by people who understand the scripture. But you need to be able to be alone and have your struggle brought before God. Amen. So I was in Mumbai a few months back because I received this report. Um, as, the, as the chairman of IFJF, I received 150 emails at least a day. So I received this report from Mumbai, from India. Before COVID, the church was about 70 people. But after COVID, after three years, the church grew to 11,000 people. With 550 house churches, the news that those numbers are too good to be true. And the things that are too good to be true, usually untrue, right? So I go there to check it out for myself. And yeah, I was there going from one house church to another house church. A house church like this can have 40 people, 60 people in a very cramped room. COVID was not really over in India a few months back. So I was in this room with 40 people and everybody was coughing. (coughs) I was like, oh my goodness. But yeah, we go from house to house, from house to house. I went to 11 houses one day. And every single time, every time you play music, everybody comes. Everybody comes from all the flats and all the apartments in in that building. Everybody just come. And everybody just wanted to be prayed over, prayed for. And we prayed over them. And they received Jesus. How how, how I know that those are genuine repentance because immediately after we prayed for them, they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Never failed. Every, Every single time. I was in God's encampment. I was surrounded by revival, surrounded by people surrounded by pastors and then uh, at night we have this crusade uh, thousands of people coming um, they wouldn't let us meet in the in the hotel room or in a the ballroom they they let, let us meet in the in the rooftop of a hotel so we we had a crusade there 11,000 people so uh, every month we have a crusade that can hold like 2,000 people so people need to wait for five months to have a Sunday service. Because there's not enough place to, to have everyone when they come to church. So I was surrounded by Christians, but I heard nothing from God. So before the second crusade, I, I told them I, I will rest in my hotel, and, but I, and I need to pray. Because I don't know what to preach tonight. I don't know what to say to the people. Saya dikelilingi oleh orang Kristen, tapi saya dengar apa-apa. I'm surrounded by Christians, but I can't hear a thing. And I need to hear something. Banyak orang jago kalau ramai-ramai, tapi bisa sendiri. A lot of people are strong when they're surrounded by people. But how are you when you're lonely, when you're alone? You can deal with any giant if you can deal with God in your solitude. Anda bisa berhadapan dengan raksasa manapun jika anda bisa berhadapan dengan Tuhan dalam kesendirian. So I prayed and I asked the Lord what need to be done for tonight, and He was telling me just keep it short, just like today I'm gonna keep it short. Just keep it short and tell me, tell, tell me, tell, tell, tell your testimonies to the people. And that's what I did. I told them my testimonies. And then the altar call happened. And a lot of people received Christ that night. A lot of people got delivered from demonic activities in their life. There's one boy, he couldn't hear and, and he couldn't speak. And then the, ma- ma- the mother gave this boy to us and he said, pray over him, pray over him. We, so we prayed over him. And then as uh, the soon as we finished our prayer, this, this, this boy, he shouted, Yeshua, Yeshua, haleluya. Jesus was the first word that this boy mentioned in his life. Never spoken before. Setelah itu, Yakub berubah. And after that experience, Jacob changed. He became a different man. After he wrestled with God, he, he changed. Dan Yaakub menjadi lebih berbuah di waktu tua dibanding waktu masih muda. And Jacob, after you, you, you read after Genesis 32, Jacob was most, more fruitful than before. Even when he was old, he was fruitful. Today is the Father's Day. I want to give some, some gifts for, for you men. Uh, if you have time, you need to read this book by Pastor A.R. Bernard, Four Things Women Want from a Man. So this is a good tip for you. Okay, husbands? Your, your wife wants you to know this. Let me, the one, to, to tell you four things women want from a man. Number one is maturity. Number two is decisiveness. Number three is consistency. Number four is strength. Consistency, maturity, decisiveness, and strength. There are four things that God wants from a man. Maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. Yakub menjadi orang yang dewasa setelah dia bertemu dengan Tuhan. Jacob was more mature after he met God. He could deal with his own son's sins. He could minister to them well. He prophesied over them. Jacob was more mature after he met God. Decisiveness. Jacob, dia menyuruh anak-anaknya pergi ke Mesir untuk mengambil, mengambil gandum. He sent his boys to Egypt to get some food from the Egyptians. He told them what to do. He told them how to speak to the the Egyptians. Decisiveness. Consistency. Wherever Jacob went, he built the altar for the Lord. He asked the Lord for guidance. He asked the Lord for wisdom. He built the altars of prayers, even within his family. And strength. Jacob wrestled with the Lord. And Jacob still lived for another 30, 40 years. And he kept on pursuing the things of God. So man, God, there are four things that God wants from a man. Maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. There are four things that a woman wants from a man. Maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. And all the wives say? Ah, yeah. And all what the wives said, Uh-huh. Maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. There are four things that a man struggles with in life. Maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. And Jacob has all four after he wrestled with God. Men, we we need to be able to be alone and struggle with God. You know, after that, it's a crazy thing when, when Joseph took Jacob to Egypt. Joseph was somebody in Egypt and he, he took his, his parents, he took Jacob to come and live in Egypt with me. It, it says in the Bible that Jacob, when, when he met the Pharaoh, the number one guy in the world, the most superpower country at that time, the Pharaoh of Egypt, when Jacob met Pharaoh, Jacob stretched his hand and blessed Pharaoh. I think that shows maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. You know, like imagine this Pastor Iwan met Joe Biden and then tell him, Hey, Joe, let me pray for you. Boom. Maybe some secret service will gonna be like boom. right there. But Jacob blessed Pharaoh and Jacob prophesied for his children. Jacob prophesied for his grandchildren. My dad passed away when he was eighty-seven, and before he passed away when he was in ICU, I let my kids meeting him, and by his by his bedside he prophesied over them, each and every one. For Didi, for Nathan, for Ben, and for Didi and Nathan, right now I can testify today that those prophecies came to pass. My father he, he doesn't know anything about electrical engineering. But what he described that Nathan will do in life is exactly electrical engineering. So my dad, he is with the Lord now. But I can understand that, man, you are gifted by God to lead your family well. You're ordained to lead your family. Pray for your family. And I know the power of God is within you. But since then, since then, Jacob was limping. He was limping, yet he's blessed. When you meet God, sometimes He takes something from you. Your pride. He takes your anger. He takes all the unhealthy wants from your life. And Jake, Jacob, God took his ego. and He was always running in life. He always wanted to be number one. But now he's limping. He's limping, yet victorious. Because now he can slow down for God. Sometimes in life we keep on running. We keep on running and we forget about God. Now he needs to slow down. And after Genesis 32, whenever you see the Bible, Jacob always say, you go first. You go first. Before, I need to be first. I need to grab the heel of Esau that I want to be the firstborn. I want to be number one. But now, you go first. After you meet with God, you become a humble person. You go first. He's limping. But it's okay. Because your limb makes you lean on God. Sometimes God allows limping happen in our lives. So you can lean on God. You can lean on Him. Ketimpangan membuat engkau bersandar kepada Tuhan. Because a lot of times we depend on our own strength. But sometimes God let things happen in life. For all things work together for good for those who love God. Limping yet blessed, limping yet victorious <laughs> because your limb makes you lean on God. When I was in India, I met this guy called Pastor Londre, Pastor Londre, that guy, uh, white white shirt on the right next to his wife, Pastor Londre, It's not laundry, okay? Londre, Pastor Londre. So he's leading 15 house churches with hundreds of people, and to be able to take care of his family, he's he's uh, riding and he's he, he he's a Bajai driver. Bajai is a three-wheeler engine roaming around Mumbai. So I was asking him, wow, you, you're taking care of your family, and then you're taking care of 15 churches. That shows a lot of maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. And he was like, yeah, I was sick, but God healed me. Uh, I needed that, that open-heart surgery, but God healed me. I'm free from that disease. So now I'm serving God. Fifteen churches, two daughters, uh, four grandchildren, still riding a bajai. I was like, wow, your limb makes you lean on God, huh? Yes, yes. He loves the Lord. The whole family loves the Lord. They're, they're, they're singing all over India, gospel singer, traditional gospel singer. And I, I, asked, I asked him, Is, are you still paying for the bajai? Yes, I'm still paying every month. And what's... What, how much, how much left for, for, for the Bajai? He was telling me, it's, it's not a lot, it's not too much. So I was, I was telling him, hey, let me pay for everything. You can own the Bajai. You don't need to do the installment every month. Let me pay full. He was very happy, but I told him that um, whenever I'm in Mumbai, this is my Bajai. So I'm, I'm, I'm a proud owner of uh, Bajai in, in Mumbai, okay? <laughs> You have a Bajai in Jakarta, it's nothing. I own a Bajai in Mumbai. And you know when, when, you, when you push it real hard, a Bajai can go 120 k per hour. When you go to Mumbai, let me take you right in my Bajai. It's 120 kilometers per hour. Uh, you might have heart attack, but you'll be okay. A bajai. So He was limping, but he leaned on God. Jadi untuk para pria, for men, bersandar kepada Tuhan tidak membuat engkau terlihat lemah. When you lean on God, it doesn't make you look weak. Tapi itu adalah kekuatan yang sebenarnya. But that's the real strength when you can lean on God and not your own understanding. Because pretending you know everything is a sign of weakness. Justus so tahu adalah tanda kelemahan. pretending you know everything guys even after church yeah, you don't know where your wife want to do lunch you know <laughs> if you think you know everything yeah because every sunday whenever i ask my wife where you want to have lunch i always miss it i always miss it you, you don't know everything in life so don't be afraid of scars when you struggle with god don't be a, don't be afraid with limp because your scar is a sign that you, you've you been healed before. Karena luka dari Tuhan itu adalah tanda Anda pernah sembuh sebelumnya. Saya punya luka di sini, I have scar here. When I fell down from my bike when I was 14. Scar here and a scar here. It's a sign that, yes I fell, but I was healed. A lot of people here don't look at the scar as a sign of hurt. And bitterness, no. Look at the scar as a sign that I was healed. And I'm better now because of this scar. And I believe that God wants to speak to many people today. Ingat sembuhnya, jangan ingat pahitnya. Remember the healing, not the bitterness. Then Jacob became fearless. Fearless leaders are the ones who are even limping, yet keep moving, moving forward. Pemimpin yang berani adalah orang-orang yang meski berjalan tertatih tati tetapi terus mau maju. I don't know what's the condition of your life right now, but if you choose to quit, don't quit. Limping forward. If you Even if you need to walk slowly, walk slower, and struggle with God, don't quit. Tell your left and your right, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Especially you men in this house, you need to have maturity, decisiveness, consistency and strength. Don't quit. Cuz fearless leaders are the ones who are even limping yet keep moving forward. Bahkan kalau harus merangkak, Pak, pimpin keluargamu sambil merangkak di hadapan Tuhan. Even if you need to crawl, crawl before the Lord, but keep moving forward. Jangan karena ada satu masalah and then kamu berhenti, not because of one problem and then you quit. Karena bersama dengan Tuhan kita bisa with God anything good can happen in life. I'm gonna end with this Hebrew 11:21. This is the the episode that the that God Himself wrote concerning Jacob. This is like the the praise song that the Bible allows. To be written in the new testament concerning jacob it says here hebrew 11:21. 21 i uh, would like invite the musician so the emotion can be set toward the end of the sermon that's the that's the preacher's tricks guys the, the musician comes and then you you become mellow and that's the landing point okay hebrew 11:21. 21 by faith jacob when he was dying blessed each of Joseph's sons and worship everybody says and worship <laughs> even when he's old almost dying maturity decisiveness consistency and strength by faith Jacob when he was dying blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshiped as he leaned on the top of his staff limping yet moving forward limping yet moving forward the piano guy is too slow Usually in Bandung I only give five seconds For them to run So by faith Jacob when he was dying blessed each of Joseph's sons Ooh. Bless each of Joseph's sons And worship Still worshiping Old age Still worshiping Limping Still worshiping Good times Worshiping Sad times Worshiping on the mountain, worshipping. In the valleys, worshipping. Worship Him all the times. I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble, they shall hear it and rejoice. Oh, make, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. That's what David said when he was old. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons, and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. I think he was not only leading on the top of his staff. He was leaning on God. And he learned that in Peniel. He learned that in Mahanaim. When he met God face to face. Who wants to encounter God again in life? I think he's here. I believe he's here. And he wants to touch and bless each and every one of us. I'm going to pray a a general prayer And then after that, Pastor Iwan Can you please pray for all the men And all the fathers in this house Can we all please stand Thank you, church Father, we thank you For your good and your Mercy endures forever Thank you, God, for your We are overwhelmed by your kindness And your goodness We are overwhelmed by your mercy and your grace in our lives you give us not only a second chance you give us many chances in life for us to go grow closer to you thank you god for all the direction and for all the disciplines in our lives thank you god that you you make known your word to men through the word of god through the scripture through the holy spirit you speak to us even today with understanding that we're not alone. And we can bring all our burdens to you. And we can wrestle it with you. And at the end, you you might take some of our egos, but you will bless us. We are no longer the supplanter, the, the stealer, the thief, Jacob. But we are now Israel. Prince and princess of God. Thank you, God, for this new status in life. Thank you, Lord, for your... Loving kindness. Thank you, God, for your health, for, for your health in us. Thank you, God, for healing. Thank you for, thank you for uh, all the things that you have done within our families, our workplaces. May we, may we love you even more. We don't know everything in life, but if God is with us, who can be against us? We know that we need to deal with giants in life, but with you, with you by our side, we can deal with any giant in life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all of us, give us maturity, decisiveness, consistency, strength, especially for all the men. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless us when we're being alone and struggle with God. Bless us. Meet us there. We pray that every home will become Peniel. Every eye care group will become Peniel. This church will become Peniel. So we don't have programs. We have encounters with God. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Ivan, can you please pray for all the guys, for all the men? Thank you. Can I invite uh, pa- uh, fathers uh, come forward?